the example in the example setting ministry. Reverend Kocho K. Olislitsi. <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh, yes. While we are standing, let's welcome fresh oil. Sister, sing. Enjoy it standing. Is that okay? I need to feel your presence. Tell the Holy Spirit, this is your message. I want to know your power. Fill me now with more of you. More of you. More of you. Until it's all of you. To see your glory. Fresh oil. Come and refresh us. We will go and you. And you are here. Said, I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm joining you. I'm joining you. I'm joining you. of living waters flowing from the belly for this said he of the spirit which had not yet been given, been given. 
because Jesus had not yet been glorified. Thank God Jesus has been glorified. So the Spirit is given. Holy Spirit come. He had the greatest gift. He gave gifts to men. He gave the Holy Spirit to men. He gave the anointing to men. That's the sole purpose to come safe, cleansed by the blood of Jesus Christ so that we will qualify for the indwelling of the Holy Spirit and for the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Father. Thank you, sweet Holy Spirit. In Jesus Christ's mighty name. Amen. Put your hands together for Jesus. Thank you, my darling. Please, you may be seated in the presence of the Lord. A voice lovely but misplaced. No longer a singer's voice. Thank God. Now we understand. It's a shepherd's voice. God has given us a father's voice. God has given us a prophet's voice. God has given us an apostle's voice. God has given us a voice that directs us to God's plans. God has given us an anointed, comprehensive voice. Clap for the Lord Jesus. Those who are standing at the back, there is no need to be at the back. Okay. Beautiful. Uh, just get settled. Okay. There is no need for ushering at this time. So somebody just organize it. Okay. Now, so why is a voice so important? What is it about a voice that makes it so... I mean, are we not overdoing it? They listen to this message. Listen. No, because you've called it a message, not a voice. Yeah. Because before Jesus was introduced... Bible says, hear now a voice crying in the wilderness, prepare ye the way. Not a message, was a voice. Why? The Bible says in Genesis chapter 2 verse 7 that God created man out of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And man became a living soul. Hallelujah. Now, ladies and gentlemen, God created dust. And he inputted with his spirit. Breath. Never created soul. Soul is not an entity God created. It's never been. So, it is the body from the dust called Adam. And the spirit from the Lord. That came together. And that physical mixture, mixture, physical change, not chemical change, not a compound, is called soul. So, really, what you think, when you are able to think, when you have knowledge, wisdom, emotions, it is because there's body and spirit together. The day you die, you can't do that. Oh, clap for the Lord Jesus. That's why the Bible says in Ecclesiastes chapter 9 and verse 10, whatever you find to do, do it with all your might. For the grave where thou goest, there is no knowledge, there is no wisdom, there is no device. You can't do anything because soul doesn't exist. It's soul, the combination of spirit 
with body, that makes you able to think and be yourself. It's all about the spirit. Dust was dead. There was no life, no breath, no voice. Until God breathed into it nostrils, the breath of life. That's the only change. That's the only difference that gives life. And then we de define that combination as soul. Just like salt and water makes, you can't see the difference, but we call it what? Brand? Brine. So you will realize that when we die too, it's the same thing. Ecclesiastes chapter 12 verse 7. Bible says that, and dust actually goes to dust, isn't it? And the spirit goes back to its maker. Then shall the dust return to the earth as it was. And the spirit shall return unto God who gave it. That will be disconnected. And then we call it death. It's a physical thing. Yeah. The spirit is what makes you come alive. You better invest in your spirit because until then you are Adama, just dust. You know Adam is called dust, right? That's the meaning. Soil. Soil. But dust to dust. The spirit has left him. When is the spirit has left him? And he gave up the ghost. It just means the spirit went back. So that's why Satan corrupted the spirit of man so that he can have a share when the spirit goes back to his meter, he said, I lay claim to it because I was part of its formation. That's what he destroyed, corrupted the spirit. And so born again, that which is born of the flesh is flesh, is your biological birth. That which is born of the spirit is spirit, is when the spirit is restored to its original nature. So that when you die, it can go back to its maker, Jesus. Clap for the Lord Jesus. Understand it and therefore invest in your spirit. Invest word, invest worship, invest in God. How does that relate to the voice? Because it was because of the spirit that the voice came. The voice. The voice is the voice of life. That's why Jesus can comfortably say, John 6, 63, it is the spirit that quickness. The flesh profited nothing. Not little, nothing. The words or the voice or whatever that I speak unto you, that is the spirit and that's the life. So when we see Bishop Dag, when you see your Aaron, who is your pastor or your bishop, what you need to have is the life and the spirit, which is the voice. That's what makes it, that's what is of God. The part of them that is of God. The part of them that God would want to impart to you. Even the part of you that is of God is your spirit. And when you get up and you just lead big Omutuo at 6 a.m. And you go, you have not understood. That's why Jesus Christ told the devil, man must not live by bread alone. But by everything that proceeded out of the mouth of the father. The voice of the Father. Clap for the Lord Jesus. So when God gives you a vessel that carries his voice, he has given you a new lease on life. Yeah, that's why it's preachers that how shall they be, 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 believe? So there should be a preacher who releases a voice and brings life. So, ladies and gentlemen, we are not making um, uh, 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 whatever ado about nothing. A uh, lot, what's it called? Much ado about nothing. No. 
It's because you haven't understood it. So much was the importance of the voice that when God ultimately wanted to change us, he sent Christ and he called him the word. Clap for the Lord Jesus. He called him the word. Because that's the essential part. So he purifies everything. He purifies flesh, nothing. Come purely as the thing that changes people. The word. Come as a voice. And your whole entity will be called the word. Your whole entity. Now, I'm not a man. I can say the voice of the man. But you, it's not even, it's not even your voice. Your whole entity is the voice. The word. So John 1.1, 1, 1, Bible says in the beginning was the word, the word was with God, and the word was God. The same was in the beginning was God. And verse 14 says, and this voice, this word, he came and dwelt amongst men. And the word was made flesh and dwelt amongst us. And we beheld his glory as of the only begotten son of the father. Full of grace and truth. So what he said, let the word or the voice come and be. He became flesh. The word became flesh. Now it is not flesh and the spirit. that are, The word itself has made itself flesh so that we can appreciate God gives you a pastor and makes the word become flesh so that he will dwell among us. You can relate with it. You can relate with it. Today I ask the Holy Spirit, what is this thing about the voice? And the Holy Spirit tell me to tell you this. Yes, you better receive it. Yeah. The word became flesh. You can see, you can appreciate, you can relate with there was a time that Moses and the people, they said, that, oh, no, 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 no. We want to hear from God ourselves. You can't handle it. It came in the form of thunder, lightning, all kinds of things. They said, no more. Please, tell God, don't speak to us again. We will hear his servant. Your voice is good enough. Tell somebody, the voice God has given me is just God at work. So first, my iPod mate. <laughs> so first, um, first Samuel chapter 15, God says, and Samuel told Saul, God sent me to anoint you. Now that you are anointed, hearken to the voice of the word of the Lord. So let the word of God become flesh. It means that let it become practically used. Because some of us, we Take the word as an exoteric something. But the word only works when it becomes flesh and it dwells amongst us. It means, you see, sometimes you see the thing, the Lord is in this place, in this, I mean, the breakfast places. Um, God is the head of this house. The unseen guest at every table. The silent listener to every conversation. When you make God silent, you don't get blessed. Mm. He should be speaking. As you. you see, many of us, when we go, that says, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. There should be a time that when you go, you pray. Stop praying and just listen. Oh, yeah. When I was prepared, at a point, I just sat down and I listened. And I fell asleep even while listening. I got a vision. They that wait upon the Lord. Because sometimes your pride doesn't allow you when you are awake to even listen. 
But Bible says about dreams in the book of Job chapter 33. Read from verse 15. He said that, you know, when you are in your slumber in deep sleep, then the Lord opens your ears and puts your instructions in that he may take pride from you and deliver from you from them. Yeah. Yeah, wait. Because you like talking too much. In a dream. In a vision of the night. When deep sleep falleth upon men. In slumberings upon the bed. They are slumbering. No, no, the God has, is dealing with you. Look, every time when I finish the first session, I can't sleep. It's like it's not finished. It's like something else is there. I become agitated. And it comes, no, no, we just started. We just started. It always happens. You see? So, so you see that in the slumberings, the slumberings, he opened the ears in the dream, in the vision of the night, when deep sleep falls upon men, he opens the ears of men. Your ears, eh? The voice needs an opened ear. And he seals their instructions. When they seal and says it shouldn't pop out. Dreams. Dreams. When I wake up with a dream, I write it down. That he may withdraw man from his purpose because you have your own ideas. Bible says cease from your own wisdom. You have your own ways. You have your own ways. He may cause man to cease from his own purpose and hide pride from man. Because your pride is not easy to control it. So God has to make you such that you don't exist. So that that's the only way we can curb the pride. Put your hands together for Jesus. So one of the things that prevents us from using the word is pride. So the voice is a very important entity. And Jesus came as the word. The Bible says in Revelation chapter 19, verse 13, and his face was, it was a vesture dipped in blood. And he labeled his forehead and he was called the word of God. Yes, he came with a vesture. Cloth was a vesture dipped in blood. His name was called the word of God. The word. The word, the voice, the word is so important that they label, if God wants to spiritually impact you, he sends a word. He sends the word. He sends a voice. Even if he sends somebody, somebody with a voice that will impact you. Even when we actually come alive. Do you know that children don't breathe? I mean, babies don't breathe inside the womb. The first sign of breath when they come out is a voice. Ah! Ah! Nah. The voice. Life has come. That's how my life has come. Life has come. So when somebody is sent to you with a voice, the sign that the God is not impacting you is the death. Two things. The, the person dies. What is the significance? No more voice. No more voice. He's gone. No voice. It's over. Thank God for technology. But why not get it live? Once have I spoken. Twice have I heard. Power belongs to God. It brings power. Voices bring power. Clap for Jesus. So, as we go, you know, when King, King Sennacherib wanted to stop Hezekiah's voice, he sent a counter voice in um, it's called what? Something shaky. Rap shaky. Rap shaky. You know when Rap shaky came, his, his thing was go and tell the people that this man is 
useless. He can't do anything. Find that scripture in Isaiah. And then the man came, Rapshake, and started talking. And then, you know, Shebna and a few other people said, please, we can understand Aramaic or whatever you're speaking. Speak in that language. I am a scribe. I am a secretary. I have, I'm multilingual. But stop speaking in Hebrew because you're going to really affect these people. Oh, no, he said no. He said no. And he started speaking even more. He says, then Rabshaki stood and cried with a loud voice in the Jews' language and said, hear ye the words of the great king, king of Syria. Stop listening to. <laughs> then Rabshaki and said to them, let not Hezekiah deceive you, for he shall not be able to deliver you. Many of us, the deception. This social media, what do you think they are trying to do? Trying to shut down the voice that God has given us. Trying to put, cast doubt on the voice that God has given us. I decide to make a stand that I don't care what you think. I don't care what you say. I know what you are trying to do. I know what this voice has done. I know what God has used this voice. And that voice has not changed. Your heart has changed. You never really took this voice seriously. And therefore, stop that nonsense, Mr. Rapshaki Spirit. You've been sent by demons to deceive me into thinking, no, 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 Hezekiah means nothing. But Hezekiah is the one God spoke to. And God spoke, said, don't worry, I'll take care of it. And these people, they will end. It's a spirit of rapture. Speaking, social media is a voice. Bible calls it, the, 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 you know, Ephesians chapter 2. And there's two. It talks about the, the prince of the power of the airwaves. That same spirit that works in the children of disobedience. Children of disobedience take on the spirit of the airwaves of Satan to fight the voice that God has given. Yeah. If you don't understand the spiritual power of the voice you have, that is when you start now joining. It's true. Ah, you see, you see, ah, you see, they're taking. One person told me that this Sunday afternoon or whatever, uh, uh, Maximize Sunday is nonsense. Now he has understood by the scriptures on social media. Yeah. By these guys. Yeah. You guys are. Dis and the person told me that I am destroying his marriage. Yeah. By keeping on Sunday. He's had another voice, competing voice. When Satan wanted to affect, take life, the life of Adam and Eve, he came as an alternative voice. Has God indeed said, have you heard the voice of God? Don't believe the voice of God. Don't believe the voice. I'll give you an alternative voice. You shall not surely die. Your eyes shall be open. Your eyes shall be open. Ah, the open eyes. What he didn't add was that they are half truth and things. And they eat. And look at that. Now they were hiding from the voice. Adam, where are thou? Now their God has to scream for Adam to hear. I heard your voice and I hid myself. The same voice that when you hear, you draw. Now you're hiding yourself. You're hiding. I'm not listening to messages anymore. It's not correct. It's not correct. It's not correct. This guy has this. I'm not listening. He hid himself. Rap shaki. Yeah, rap shaki. Rap shaki. You see, that's the same principle of when they tell you that your boss, your loyalty to the high authority, it's also on that. And then you realize that those who listen to the voice 
of the authority, they do better. Because God gave you a voice. Yeah. When, when, when Job was struggling with what is going on and praising God, Satan said, no, this is not good enough. Let me bring a familiar voice around. The wife. Sometimes your wife is a rapshaki. Sometimes your husband is a rapshaki. You better stick with the word that God has given you. That proven voice that has given you life. Fight that rapshaki spirit. And Job was quick to say, you speak. In other words, he addressed the voice. Say, you speak like one of those silly women. You're a foolish girl. Curse God and die. Do you understand? Say, do you know how long this God has been with me? Does thou still retain that? Look at the word. The wife said, do you still in, in, retain your integrity with this? Curse God and die. And when you curse the voice, you die. You die spiritually. And Adam and Eve died spiritually. When you cut out this voice, you die spiritually. And his response should be your response. But he said to her, thou speakest voice for voice. You said I shall not go to the voice. Let me address your voice now. Thou speakest as one of the foolish women speaking. Silly girl. What? Someone say what? Someone say what? You said I shouldn't listen to this man again. You said I shouldn't listen to my bishop again. What? Are you crazy? What did you, do you understand what you're saying? Do you know how far I've come? Do you know where I was a pimp? Do you know I was raised in a nightclub? Do you know I had never any interest in priesthood? Do you know my children have been affected? Do you know my whole family has been affected by this voice? Do you know that my career, my destiny has changed? Do you know where I came from? Do you know, do you know what this voice has meant over the years? You tell me what? Someone say, what? 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 Did you just say I should stop listening to him? Okay, who's that? Who's that? Who is that? Chobe! Are you kidding me? It's like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? You may be my wife, but that doesn't give you a right to stop the voice that God has given me. Even without that voice, you, I will not be married to you. Because the voice of my central region tells me I should take other wives. The voice of just my central region I've seen a girl. I've seen a hole. I've seen a valley. Ah! All valleys. And because of that voice, I've kept myself, my integrity with you. Do you know that if I lose that voice, I lose you as well? Yeah. Do you know if I lose that voice, you're also gone? The same way you competed with that voice, girls will be competed with your central region. But central region will not be primary anymore. Yeah. You have to now go and live in the north. Because clap for the Lord Jesus. So ladies and gentlemen, the Bible said, watch this. Sit down, sit down. <laughs> you know, the safety of relying on a voice is that you rely on God first. Second Chronicle 20. You heard about Aman and Chalak. It's a real message. Second Chronicle 2020. 
And the Bible said, and they rose early in the morning, went forth into the wilderness of Tekoa. And as they went forth, Jehoshaphat stood and spoke and said, Oh, Judah, when somebody stands to speak to you, say, sit down, let me talk to you. You see, even the arrangement where you sit down and the pastor speaks, it tells you something. Sit down. All Judah and ye inhabitants of Jerusalem, believe in the Lord your God. So shall you be established. Many people have read the second part wrong. It didn't say believe in his prophets. It says believe his prophets. So shall you prosper. I don't know whether you're getting the revelation. We don't believe in the man of... I don't believe in Bishop Dag. He's a man. I don't believe in the Adam. But I believe in the spirit that God has given to Bishop Dag. Clap for the Lord Jesus. The arm of flesh will fail you. It has nothing to do with that man. Some people say it's because of the color. God said believe in the Lord your God. That will make you stable Christian. Establish you. Establish you. Believe his prophets. Now, come. Zest, come. Kobe, come. Dr. Nosh, please. If I say to this sheep, believe in God, it means believe in God. But if I say believe him, what do I mean? Believe him. What do you say? Say it again. Whatever he says. Yeah. When someone says, do you believe me? They are saying, I've said something. Do you believe it? That's what they are saying. It's the voice God is saying. That's what brings the prosperity. Believe in the Lord your God. It's done. It's a done deal. If you don't believe God, don't even try to believe the voice. You have no reason to believe the voice of Bishop Dag if you don't believe in God. But if you believe in God, you have every reason. You have satisfied the premise that established you. You are stable to count on the voice of the words of God. And it will be okay. Believe him. Believe him, oh. Believe him. In fact, it means that he's come to say, you know, he's come to tell me this. He's negotiating some business. And but I don't know whether this guy is sincere. You know, you know, you know. Did you hear what Job's wife said? Do you still retain the integrity? Your integrity with this God. Integrity means believing in his words. Integrity means that a, a certain um, what are the words? A certain reliance, trust, dependable, integrity, trustworthy. It presupposes a long relationship. So when they say believe, believe, not believe in, believe him. Believe, this is your prophet. Believe in him, believe him, believe him. We say believe in him. Believe him. This is your prophet. He's talk. Believe him. Believe what he says. Believe the voice he carries. Believe the words he says. Believe the things he's telling you. This is your prophet. 
What's the definition of prophet? Somebody who says, thus saith the Lord. Period. It's all about the voice. It's all about the voice. It's all about the integrity. And they say, when the prophet's sense doesn't come to pass, don't believe them. It means it's about the integrity of their words. And all of you, even the fact that you are sitting here is evidence. It's evidence. Paul said that in case others don't believe me, you, you, you are an epistle written on your hearts, not with ink, but with fleshly tables of the heart about our apostleship. You are evidence. You are evidence. If other people are not believing you too, your sitting here is evidence. Believe him, okay? God bless you. Put your hands together for them. The Bible says he sent gifts to men. He gave gifts to men. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 8. The Bible says, you know, when he was ascending, wherefore he saith, when he ascended upon high, he led captivity captive. And what? Gave gifts. Gifts to men. Gifts. This is not the gift of prophecy. This is not the gift of uh, tongues. Give gifts. What was it? Keep, brother. Powerful. You're doing well. Don't, don't backslide. Then keep, went on. Went on, keep going. Then he put in brackets to explain. Now he that had ascended, ascended, Jesus ascended. He was going. And he said, as I'm going, I'm going to give you a gift. Gifts to you. When he ascended, do you remember what he did? He told the disciples, you are not gifts yet. Go. Your humanity is not good enough. But I'm going to put something on you that will give you a voice. And when the Holy Spirit came, the anointing, it qualified them to become gifts. What qualifies a man of God to become a gift is the oil. is the cloven tongues as of fire. And when the cloven tongues of fire came, what did they do? They began to speak, everyone, and they prophesied, and they prophesied. God gave them a spiritual voice, and he gave gifts to men. He gave gifts to men. He gave gifts, just like he was ascending. He ascended, and when he descended, when he went and he sorted out everything, wait for me, I bring you a gift. And he gave gifts. He started off the gift at Acts chapter 2, after announcing in chapter 1, I'm going to send you, don't go, disciples, don't move at all. You shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Ladies and gentlemen, we are not talking about the humanity of Peter or of, 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 of Bartholomew, but we are talking about what settled on them. That is why they said the anointing upon the head of Aaron is settled on everybody's head. That was the gift. The gift is the spirit. He ascended and gave gifts even to those people of those days. Say, these people don't qualify in their humanity because I have not sent them the gift that I'm bringing to mankind. The gift of the Holy Spirit. Clap for the Lord Jesus, the anointing. I'm surprised that I'm even explaining this. And they spoke if everybody understood what is being spoken and they prophesied. That means they said, thus saith the Lord. The gift has arisen. After ascending. He couldn't come. Bible says in John 7 verse 37 now, it talks about, hey, if any man says, let him come to me and drink of me. 
And out of their belly shall flow rivers of living water. This he said of the spirit that was supposed to be given. For the spirit had not yet been given because Christ, Jesus, had not yet been glorified. He has not yet ascended. The spirit hadn't come. Ladies and gentlemen, when God gives you an anointed man of God who speaks, God has given you a gift. And he says he gave gifts to men when he ascended. Who were these gifts? And then he explained, please bring it up again. Verse 9. He that had descended is the same also that ascended afar above all heavens, that he might fill all things. So who are these gifts? He gave gifts to men. In bracket, the brackets are now closed. So now we are moving from verse 8 to verse 11. Because the brackets were from verse 9 to, to explain further. That in case you don't understand the gift, this is the gift that came after he ascended. And the gift was not the humanity. He didn't send human beings down. The only human being sent down was Jesus himself. And in a way, Adam, the sons of God are two. But one was corrupted. The other one was not. And then he said, and he gave. Now let me explain the gifts. And he gave some apostles. Clap for Jesus. Some prophets. Some evangelists. Some pastors. Some teachers. Those are the gifts. Equipped them with what it takes. All of these, one thing that is common is a voice. They operate with a voice. Apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers. A voice. Anointed voices. May God anoint your voice in Jesus' name. Bible says, even Moses, when he said, he said, I'm putting my words in your mouth. And he said, you shall be to them as God, and Aaron shall be to the others as a voice. Yeah. I'm sending two people. One, you will represent God. The other, voice. So I don't understand your argument about the voice. And I don't understand why you are backsliding from the voice. And I don't understand why you are passing on the voice to your sheep. Tell your husband I say hi. And your husband too. <laughs> He's here. Mercy. I mean this I said not mercy as in lighthouse mercy. Mercy as in you. Clap for the Lord Jesus. <laughs> so, me I'm not afraid to take seriously that voice. And you shouldn't by now. That's why I say, believe in the Lord your God, so shall you be established. Believe his prophets. Somebody say, believe his prophets. They are the prophets owned by him. His prophets. Believe them. Because I, if I speak to you, you behave like this. You can't handle it. But I'll speak through them. I will 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 speak through them. I'll speak through that voice. So important was did that. Jesus was made just a voice. That was enough. That's all. The purest form of the voice was Jesus. The word. The embodiment of a voice. In, in every way. Amen. So, may heaven not surprise us. Because Jesus got a point. Somebody was, can you say the, the Shunammite woman or something? Said, uh, there was a woman who said, he said, oh, my, I didn't, my bread... I don't, I was sent to the Lordship of Israel. I don't give my bread to dogs. Yeah. 
Syrophoenician woman. And so, oh, no problem. Even the bread that falls, the crumbs that falls, the dogs can eat that. So please, say, wow, this is faith. And he said, go, your faith will make you whole. The voice, even others, outsiders, outsiders are enjoying the gift. Because the gift is meant to profit with her. Clap for Jesus. Profit with her. And it's profiting people. Please, try not to be walking out. Amen. Now, I'm going to bring you directly in contact with the gift. That makes the voice relevant. That brings integrity to that voice. And most disciples, most pastors don't get it. And in the Bible, pastors didn't get it, but church members got it. Unfortunately, Mark chapter 5, from verse 23, and a certain woman, we don't have this here, okay, and a certain woman which had an issue of blood 12 years and had suffered many things of many physicians and had spent all that she had and was nothing bettered, but rather grew worse. The arm of flesh. When she had heard, someone say she had heard of Jesus, she came in the press behind and touched his garment. Someone say touched his garment. For she said, voice to voice, Sometimes you have to confess about the voice. She said, if I may but touch his clothes. He didn't use mantle. He didn't use garment. What she was a common, but I know women wear clothes. Women wear clothes. So if I may but touch the clothes of Jesus. Women are very spiritually sensitive. Yeah. If I may but just touch his clothes, I shall be whole. And straight away, the fountain of her blood was dried up. Not even since dried up. No flow, no more disease. Nothing that 12 years of excessive bleeding with a lot of financial problems came to an end by the faith in what was the gift on the man of God. And believe me, when we say Jesus, Jesus was also the man of God then. What he was carrying that others didn't carry is what he gave from heaven because Jesus was giving the spirit without measure. So when he, he went to negotiate, Father, I finished. The Holy Spirit can now come. What you give me, 
can come to the people. That's why Romans chapter 8 and verse 11, this is verse 11, he says that if the spirit that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, then that same spirit will quicken your mortal bodies. So, Jesus, the thing dried, and straight away the fountain of her blood was dried up and she felt in her body that she was healed of that plague. What is it that's plaguing you? And Jesus immediately knowing, knowing, knowing in himself that virtue, strength, supernatural power had gone out of him, turned him about in the press and said, who touched my clothes? Get this? He didn't say, who touched me? But look at the disciples' answer. Look at Peter's answer. Look at your answer. Pastor, you. You see you. You see you. They stop recognizing the gift. Church members have been taught about the gift, but we have not appreciated the gift. Jesus said, who touched my clothes? The clothes the thing on him was what caused the virtue to come out. But the disciples said unto him, you see the multitude throng, even arguing, and you say, who touched me? They see the humanity, they don't see the gift. A lot of you, even that scripture, 2020 of Second Chronicles, you fought it because you've read, believe in him. It's not saying that. Of course, sometimes we make a mistake say believe in him. It's a, just a grammatical error. Yeah, believe him. And ladies and gentlemen, they said, even the, the tone of the discussion is not reverent. Jesus himself, the man of God said, who touched my clothes? And then you come. That tells you sometimes the pride when we have actually companied with great men of God. The pride to argue and say, ah, what question is this? It's like, you can, are, you, are, you, are, you, are you kidding me? Are you okay? I mean, are you okay? Bishop, are you okay? You are saying what? I mean, what are you saying? I mean, you see there are a lot of people. You are asking a silly question. You are asking, a, Jesus, you are, I'm, I'm sorry to say, I'm sorry. I mean, I, I don't mean to disrespect you. Anytime somebody says, I don't mean to disrespect you, they are about to disrespect you. Anyone, sometimes somebody says, I don't mean to insult you. It means the next thing that's coming is an insult. I don't, I, don't, I, don't mean to, I don't mean to be rude. They're about to be rude. That's exactly what is coming. I mean, you see, if it's another way, can't you see that there's a multitude thronging thee? And you say, who touched me? Who touched me? Me. Me. There's a touch and there's a touch. There's a touch of faith, of desperation, of this is for me, this is my chance. This is my chance. That really, look, when it comes to the word, every word to me is my chance to chalak, to come forth mightily. And I'm coming forth mightily by the grace of God. It has nothing to do with lay. 
You are the one who pre- the same way they say clothes and then they say me. You are the one who says lay, so it, I don't have to be anointed. No, no, no. There is no place in the Bible. Paul was laid by the grace of God. Daniel was laid. They were anointed. You compare the notes. That's what prophet is trying to encourage us to do. Go all out. Be what you can be. No, don't let even a full-time preach. I told him that you come and preach. He said, no, Kojo, you don't understand. This is what I'm trying to tell you. I can do it. Tell them they can also be a camp preacher. You can. You can have the scriptures. You can have power. Demonstrate it. Be an example setting ministry. Your explanations and analysis is paralyzing you. Paralysis of analysis. And you've given yourself a blank check that if it doesn't work, it's because I'm late. No. What do you mean? Who said the Holy Spirit is late? <laughs> Full time. He just came into the heart. Whoever you are. He wants people to use, man. He wants people to preach, man. He wants a voice he can represent. He wants somebody who represents the voice of the words of the Lord. Somebody who he can send to anoint others. Somebody who can encapsulate the voice of the word. Words of the Lord. When life is gone out of this bishop man, lovely voice, it will be captured here. To be captured here. Like the words have been captured in the Bible. To be captured on screen. Visions are just a video message of what God has captured to give you a message. We just have had it. It's been given from the spiritual realm. Now it's on screens. Visions. Wow. Clap for Jesus. Clap for Jesus. So, he said, who touched my clothes? And the disciples said, what do you mean, who touched me? Jesus didn't bother to argue that. I didn't say that. He said, he just looked around. Jesus just looking around for somebody who recognizes the cloth, the mantle. Instead of somebody who looks at the humanity of this person preaching. He's just looking around. Who touched my clothes? Who is it who knew that there was something on me? Who is it who took my voice as a voice, a gift? Who am I? He turned away from the pastors because they were all about the humanity of Jesus. They now are anointed. They can, you can preach, I can preach. You preach, I preach. You preach, I preach. You preach camp, I preach camp. So he looked away from disciples he took his voice away from them. So you're arguing with my voice? I just asked a question, you're arguing with my voice? Let me turn away. And he looked around. Who is it who recognizes beyond my tall stature or my light skin or my whatever it is, this American boy or this one? Who is it to see her that had done this thing. Tell somebody, I'm going to do this thing. Tell someone, let's do it. Who is it who has done this thing? This thing, how did he know? How did she know? 
took his mind off the disciples and their arguments and their analysis to look for that little girl. Perhaps she was smelling because blood smells after a while. Ladies know what I'm talking about. Perhaps she was smelling. And that is how they are. So they were not allowed to even come into the public arena. But desperation, recognition, identification of the gifts, identification, even to know what to touch. Just another, another, another touch, touch of your hand. Yet another, just oh, another, 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 another touch of your hand. I pray this time the touch will be the touch of your hand. Every time I want God to touch you, the touch is your hand. Your hand touch the helm of the garment. This time, touch with understanding. When Bishop is preaching, I'll tell you what I do. I'll tell you later. Remind me to tell you. When the oil is dripping, I am looking for an apple. I try to sit in front. And I look to the left, to the right. One is passing, and I touch this. It's intentional. I tell myself, if I may but touch his clothes, not one is eating. He looked around about to see her that had done this thing. But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what was done in her. Do you understand what has been done in you? It is your knowledge or acknowledgement, mercy, of what has been done over the years. That time you said, Bishop, that has changed. Do you still say the same thing? She was the first person to recognize the gift. It's very phenomenal that she's sitting right at my right hand. But she told the other people. That has kept her here. A woman lady reverend. Knowing what had been done in her. Came and fell down before him. And told him all the truth and he said to her again ignoring the disciples the pastors daughter someone say daughter that's another thing i will show you about elisha you have to have a relationship daughter here elisha said father you are too big your breasts are too big your hips are too wide your muscles are to your chest is so broad. You are too tall to see this man as your father. Look, the anointing goes to sons and daughters. Eh? It's the inheritance of sons and daughters. So you have to quickly say, daughter, son, I have forever made a covenant with God. I will remain a father of Bishop Dark. For the gift, a son. Maybe even a daughter. Daughters are more humble. Yeah, no, no, don't change it. Daughter, it's okay. 
Science can be proud. Daughter, thy faith has made thee whole. Go in peace and be whole of thy plague. Think about it. Psalm 133. Psalm 133 from verse 1. You know that scripture. Behold how good and pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in harmony. Bible says in the verse 2, it is like the precious ointment that was on the head, that ran down his beard. Even Aaron's beard that went down to his garment. The oil is never meant to remain on the head. It runs down. The beard is an exemplification of a prophet. Of an older person. Of a father. Of a shepherd. Because usually those days, rabbis were noted for their beard. They can't cut. When you see a beard, somebody recognize that there is oil on me. I can't cut my... Samson was told, don't cut your hair. Because it's a source of your power. Aaron's beard is a sign of power, a sign of anointing. Don't cut the beard from the man of God. His status must be preserved in your heart. Because it comes through the beard. You recognize the beard before you come to the garment. Bible says you shall rise up to the Oh, older people, and you shall reference the bearded. The gray-headed. You shall reference. You shall honor. You shall make precious. But when you see the status, they call him bishop, or they call him father, they call him that. What does that mean to you? Do you see the power? Do you see the strength? So run down the garment. You have a garment here. Any garment? Thank you. Thank you. Right down. Right down to the garment. Garment. It's there. Through the beard to the garment. It was on the head. But you have to pass through the beard to go to the garment. The garment is closer to the beard than to the head. You want to see the clothing tongues of fire? It was done long ago. The gift, the source of strength, it has been processed for use of the hem. And Bible says, for there, for there, the Lord commanded the blessing, even life, and it's forevermore. Clap for Jesus. There! In that arrangement, in that arrangement, when you can connect. But what happened? Matthew chapter 6. Mark, Mark chapter 6. What happened? What happened? What happened to the garment? What happened to where it was supposed to go? What happened to the place where it was supposed to be changed? The voice is coming, coming with anointing. The gift is coming. How come the pastors have been ignored because of their own attitude? Now watch this. Mark chapter 6. From verse number 1. 
Mark chapter 6. And he went out from thence and came into his own country. He came from Korea. He came from Central African Republic. I should, do you have some pictures of Central African Republic? Show it. Show it because he's come home. Coming home. Came to his own country. And his disciples followed him as usual. Then, next. This is just the next verse. Come on. And when, I don't need a picture, okay? So, and when the Sabbath day was come, he began to teach in the synagogue. And many hearing him were astonished, saying, from whence has this man these things? I'm going to show you a message. Those who remain disciples, the problem they have. Not those who leave you. I'll tell you about those who don't leave you. <laughs> began to teach in the synagogue watch this and men hearing him were astonished saying from whence has this man these things and what wisdom is this which is given unto him that even such mighty works are wrought by his hand now watch this there's a problem here. You can't see it. People who say this have a problem. They say the works is just due to wisdom. As some people say, there's no anointing. It's just wisdom. He's gone to school. He's an intelligent administrator. So that's how people speak. Who see? Ah, it's powerful. We acknowledge that it's powerful. But no. Bible says there are people who have a form of godliness but deny the power from such turn away. So, the evidence was there that this is a great man. But they attributed the mighty works to wisdom. Then the next verse. You could see when there's a problem with your thinking, that your, your, your analysis, your final answer is always wrong. Then they descended into what really they were thinking. So now again, they moved from his works, which they also rubbished with just wisdom, not power. And now they came to his humanity to now focus fully. Who is this guy? Is this not the carpenter? Is it not our pastor? We all started this church together. The son of Mary, the brother of James. I know his wife. This is a man is my friend. I was at the school when they started. We all used to carry instruments. I was at the canteen. We were all digging when we started the Kodesh. I mean, Kolegono. I know him. And Joseph and Judah and Simon. And are his sisters not here with us? And they were offended at him. Analysis brings paralysis. Keep going. But Jesus said to them, A prophet, man with a voice and a gift, 
it's generally not without honor. Prophets are very honored. Generally speaking, prophets are honored. You yourself, when you hear of a prophet, small boy prophet, you, you honor the prophet, you go. Some of you have been chasing prophets. Yeah, some of you have been leaving your prophet and chasing prophets because prophets are honorable. But because you don't see the honor on our prophet. I am not trying to raise a man to above God level. I'm trying to open your eyes to the gift. I am like us. Look, Paul said, brethren, my heart's desire and prayer for Israel is that they may be saved. For I know, I bear them record that they have a zeal for God, but that without knowledge. Romans 10, 1 and 2. They have no knowledge. So when you bear, you, my prayer, eh, you, you, we pray for the Lycos people. We pray every time. You should lay as a lay president. We pray 24 hours, 48 hours. Every two weeks, 48 hours round the clock for lay people and for bishops. I'm telling you. So it's our heart for you to do well. So what I'm saying, I'm not trying to show you a man. I have no interest in worshiping a man. No, you would. Bishop, that can never allow me. To, never tell me to worship him. He will always tell you even don't do it. I have no faith in the physicality, but I know what he carries, and I honor God by respecting the gift. Have you been given a gift that somebody rubbished it before? You turn away from the person. I gave a car in New York that I'd used to, as a gift, as a gift, and the person packed it, and it was just accumulating parking tickets, and I was paying in Memphis. I took a plane for a guy to go and drive it and bring it to me. I gave it to another person. Yeah. He had nothing. It's the gift I'm describing now. Jesus gave gifts to men and have no, no, no guilt magnifying the gift. I'm not magnifying a man. I'm magnifying the gifts of God that God gave us. In case you don't understand, sometimes when you buy something, you have to tell the person the price for the person to value it. That's what I'm doing. I'm telling the price tag on the gift that we have. Nothing to do with the man, Bishop Doug. Nothing to do with the man. Nothing. Nothing. God forgive me if I ever just focus on the man. Elisha did not focus on the man, but he knew the sons of the prophet, they focused on the man. Do you know that your master is going to be taken from you? But no, no, no. Elisha said, do you? What? No, no, no. My gift is being taken. My gift. He says, hold your peace. Shut up. Yeah, it's because they looked at man. So they sat and looked at that man. No, 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 no. And even when he went, he said, maybe God has thrown him down. They forgot what Elijah was chasing. You have no business chasing Bishop Dag about anything. If you don't focus on the gift, your ministry will not be blessed. Even your life will not be blessed. A gift, usually, when it's given to you by somebody who knows you, it is to satisfy a need. Yeah. Every year when my wife is giving me a gift, it's so appropriate. He knows over the year what I need. I'm the one who doesn't know how to give gifts. So I just give the money and say, Charlie, be happy. But the person who knows you, who gives you a gift, knows you will need it. You need the gift. But when the gift was given, they were offended at him. A prophet, they said, 
Rabbi said, a prophet is not without honor, but in his own country and among his own kin and his own house. It's unfortunate, but you are that house. You are that kin. You are that country. And Jesus, the word of God, you can do nothing against the truth but for the truth. So it's true that he has no honor here. So we have to now work it, knowing that the scripture is going against us. Oh, yeah. I am correct in saying that that is why our churches are small. Yeah. That is why the power is small. If others are benefiting, where are we? The same way that you go to a prophetic all night and you benefit. But the people that are in that church don't, though. They don't. They don't. May Bishop Dark live long after this message. So that with our changed hearts and attitude, we can draw from the deep wells. Because I'm going to show you, when we leave this conference, lay pastors are going to be pastors of cathedrals. Watch it. Lay pastors are going to do miracles. Lay pastors are going to have camps. Lay pastors are going to have signs and wonders. Heavy doses of anointing. Because we no longer said, who touched you? But who touched the garment? We believe him. And the Bible says, without honor, except him. So look at that. Look at that. These people have not met him before. But look at that. This is unbelievable. This is the president's wife. Look at that. A stadium filled to capacity. The stands and the field itself. When did this happen? No man can do this. Jesus said, if you don't believe me, believe me for the work's sake. So, Jesus said, the Bible said, look, in Mark chapter 6, the last verse, verse 56, the Bible says, these disciples didn't get anything. They didn't get anything. Only that woman got, and many people were there, who, because of that, he could there do no miracle, no mighty works. Before that, that's the last verse 5. He could there do no mighty works. Mighty works are not showing up in our ministry. Why? 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 Because we are offended. Because there's no honor. Because there's no respect. Absence of honor. Absence of honor. Absence of the recognition of the mantle. Equivalent to, it's equivalent to absence of mighty works. Save healing a few sick folk. That's why a few strats of sheep here. We are capable of mega churches. Clap for the Lord Jesus. Mega miracles. Mega blessings. Why not? And ladies and gentlemen, verse 56. He left them. Then he left them. And he went, verse 56, and he went to a place. And wherever he entered, into villages, cities, or countries, they laid the sick in the streets and besought him that they might touch. Huh? If it were, even the border of his garment, and as many... As touch him were made whole. As many. Ladies and gentlemen, 
It is everything. Himself is nothing. But what is on him is everything. Is the anointing. Is what I cherish the most about him. Is what I chase the most about him. Is what I honor when it's Galatians 6 says, I'm giving to a man with a gift on him. When I chase him, when I listen to the voice, I feel the anointing. The Lord is speaking. Whenever I see him, I even sometimes see a glow of glory over him. And therefore, when he's preaching and it comes to pass, I sit down and I steal, I steal touches. He's passing. And I'm sitting at the corner. You watch me. But I'm sitting at the corner. Come, pass, pass, pass. He's coming. You know how he walks his foot, his legs, his hands in his pocket, and he's going. As he's passing, I say, What? Amen. Yeah, sometimes, Amen. I touch. I am hoping that he won't say, Who touched my clothes? And I tap. And I tap. Literally take what the Bible says. I learned this from a first love church girl. I saw her touching, touching. Ladies and gentlemen, Elisha saw that what was important was the matter. When the sons of the prophets, they were saying, ah, do you know he would take that? He said, shut your mouth. And he followed, followed hard until the time that he was being taken up. And he said, he asked in 2 Kings chapter 2 verse 9, what is it? Ask what you shall have before I'm taken away. And he said, ah, I want a double portion of your watch a double portion of your shoes a double portion of your height a double portion of thy spirit upon you ladies and gentlemen what do you want about this man of God what do you want about this man of God what do you want you choose sons of prophets often ridicule but Elisha's who obtained the anointing they want the spirit not just the spirit, the double dose. There is no greed in spiritual terms. Bible says even the way to get it is covetousness and it's legal. Covet after the best gifts. Actually, they say covet. The word is even endlessly. Uh -huh. So when it comes to spiritual things, the more covetous you are, the more likely you are to have it. You covert means you see something you don't have and you acknowledge this person have it, has it and I'm greedy. I want it. I even want you to die. When the day you go, go quickly. Not because I don't want you. Obviously, Elisha liked Elijah because when he was taken up, much as the gift was coming, he cried out, my father, my father. The chariots of Israel and the horsemen thereof. My father has been stolen by the chariots of Israel. The horsemen have taken him away. He cried and he rent his clothes and he took that garment and he put it on. He knew that the power was in the garment. And Bible says, as he was going, watch, I think verse 15, the sons of the prophets, they arrived. And when they arrived, they bowed. Oh, the anointing is falling on somebody right there. They bowed before him. And the sons of the prophets, which were to view at Jericho, saw him. They said, the spirit of Elijah doth rest on Elisha. And they came to meet him and they bowed themselves to the ground before you. Watch it. When you catch the anointing, the same people who are colleagues will be sitting down, 
bowing, bowing, acknowledging you. You will earn honor. You will earn respect. You will earn power. They will bow. Your colleagues will become your sheep. They will seek the anointing. It's all in this. It's everything. It's everything. It's all you need. It's everything you need. It just comes in a voice. It comes in the spiritual form. But this is it. This is it. This is what you have dishonored. Not a man. This is what you dishonored. This is what you dishonored. This is what you dishonored. May the Lord release the mantle on people now. May the Lord release the mantle on people now. It is everything. Bishop once said that even if you are anointed and you understand what is on you, you will be jealous. You will tell God, these people, they don't love me. They just love what is on me. They just love what is But it's the opposite here. They seem to see me and not see this. Oh, yes, you will realize that people like you because anointed people are lonely. It's a lonely life. You have to wait on the Lord. You have to speak to the Lord. Something draws you. I will speak to you about Jesus. He was dragged to the wilderness when he was anointed. You are lonely. You go the opposite way. You go from people. You go from people. Because you know that the thing that is upon you came from a legitimate source. You know you've been recognized with a glorious honor. Hey. When you're honored, it's a beautiful thing. When you're anointed, somebody's being anointed. Somebody's life is being changed. A lay pastor is entering a cathedral. A lay pastor is crossing a thousand members as I speak. A lay pastor is raising the dead. A lay pastor is speaking prophetically. A lay pastor is receiving gifts with signs and wonders. A lay pastor it's been confirmed. Ratuna hakapalusiba akol aetusika ipratusipaloka yamla okamale falusa kepanda. For say the Lord, my lady shall be honored for the sea, for the sea, for the sea. What is on my man of God? You have really companied with him. Now I'll open your eyes. I'll open your eyes to see. To see what you haven't seen hitherto. It is the mantle, it's the oil, it's the power, it's the grace, it's the gift. It's nothing about a man. Somebody is being visited by a huge angel, by a huge angel, by a huge angel. Somebody is being anointed, somebody is being empowered. Receive that mantle, receive that mantle in Jesus' name. Receive it. Jesus is here. The Holy Spirit is here. All over the place. All over the place. All over the place. All over the place. Elishas have been born. Elishas have been born. Elishas have been born. Elishas all over the place. Elishas. In the name of Jesus. Oh, some people are crying in regret. Don't worry. Don't sorrow because he's visiting you. 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 If you can but touch, 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 
Oh, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus. Can we go on a little bit before we take breakfast? Sit down. Jesus had to reintroduce himself. <sighs> Do you know Peter? Had to renew his mind. Before I go on, I want to share with you something about the pastor Peter. How he came to be anointed with a gift on Jesus. Because he was not. Matthew chapter 16, from verse 13. The Bible says Jesus asked, had to reintroduce and said, Wonder, what do these people think about me? When Jesus came into the coast of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, saying, Whom do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? I don't know whether you see the revelation here. Jesus dribbled them and said, I know you know me as a son of man. You see the humanity. You see me, I the son of man. He didn't say the son of God. He didn't say the anointed one. He didn't say the Christ. He used Jesus. He didn't use the Christ. The son of man. What do you think of Bishop Dak? What do you think of your bishop as he's preaching? Who do men say that I am? I, not I am. I, the son of man. Beyond my humanity, I acknowledge that I have humanity. But what do you see? And they said, some say you are John the Baptist. Some say you are Elias. Others say you are Jeremiah's. Or you are one of the prophets. This is a reason why Muslims don't benefit. He said to them, but whom do you say that I am? You see, now it has to go from what the world sees. Now it's coming personal. And they may say, what you saw when Bishop Dad came from Suhum? The question was, who sees the same? He knew who he was. He knew what God had told him. But it's hard to tell people, I am this. Even Jesus could not introduce himself as I'm anointed. The, the, the nearest he went to was when he read the Bible and he said, this scripture has been fulfilled. He could, it was difficult. It's difficult to say. If we allow Bishop Dak to come and tell here, I'm anointed, catch the anointing on me, we are failed. So he asked the question, who do people say? You see, the man is trying to focus their mind on the gift. 
So he had to now pass all kinds of places, indirect. Now he comes directly. Who do you say? And he didn't ask only Peter. He asked all the pastors around that make a personal determination who you think that I, the son of man, I've already acknowledged my humanity, but what else do you see? So he said to them, but whom do you say that I am? And Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art the Christ. The Christ, eh? I see the anointed. Christ means the anointed one. I see the anointed. I don't see the son of man. I see the anointed one. Thou art the Christ, the son of the living God. And look at the response of Jesus Christ. Jesus answered and said to him, Blessed art thou, Simon by Jonah, for flesh and blood has not revealed it unto thee, but my Father, which is in heaven. Clap for the Lord Jesus. So sometimes, the things we fight is because of our carnality. So when you get a brother to share with you like this, amen. Is there something going on? Okay. When there is Okay. 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 <laughs> Flesh and blood has not revealed this. Listen. If you listen to people, you'll never see an anointing on a man of God. You have to have personal faith. Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And the flesh and blood by the Father. And he said, because of that, I say now also, because of what you see, I also say to you, say to you, everybody must have an individual conviction. It is, when it comes to anointing, it's not a denominational gift. It's a personal gift. You can't just come and say, I'm going to share a message with you also about oil for the light, if I get the time, by the grace of God. And you will realize that it's an individual affair. Yeah, one to one. And to even put names to it. And I say unto thee also, thou art Peter. Your conviction is identified with your name. Your response, the way you see your conviction. And now that you have a conviction, and upon this rock, uh-huh, thou art now Peter. He said, where is the Simon by Jonah? Uh-huh. Blessed art thou, Simon by Jonah. Now Jesus Christ identifies the conviction of Simon by Jonah. But now you are changing your name to Peter. It means you are now part, you are partaker. Now, upon this rock, the rock is the big one. Peter means the stone or the fragment. In other words, now you're going to share in what is on me. I am the rock. But now you, the same way that, this is First Peter chapter 2 verse 7. The last I said, you are partakers of my grace. You, are part, you partake of a Paul's grace when you believe what is on Paul, that there's a grace. Jesus Christ told Peter, you are, you are called Simon by Jonah, but now you are called Peter. You are a fragment of what is on me. 
I came to build a church. And upon this rock, I will build my church. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. May you get a fragment of what is on Bishop Dark. Just like Peter, by conviction, got a fragment of what was on Jesus to start. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against you. And the, verse, the next verse, verse 19, it says, And now I give you the keys, authority. Now you have total and legitimate access to what I have access to. To the kingdom of heaven. And from now, whatsoever you shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. What you shall lose on earth shall be loose in heaven. You will have heavenly relevance because of the anointing. You will have heavenly relevance when you partake of the grace that's upon the man of God. What made him legitimate will make you legitimate. As I'm preaching, I'm sure that you're wondering what manner of man is this? It is born on appreciating the gift and receiving a Simon by Jonah. And the conversion to Peter gives you a fragment of the anointing to do what he is doing. May that grace be your portion. And suddenly, you have access to the kingdom. The keys of the kingdom. The keys. Kingdom means where God, the domain where God rules. The king's domain. The king's domain. The king's territory of power. That changed everything. But you see, many people do not receive that. And so for a short time, before we go to breakfast, I wish I can finish it. I want to tell you about us. You remember when I started, I told you that well, you have to have three levels of relationship. Those who look up, those who look down. I mean, your subordinates, and then those. When you are with your colleagues, feel free. So that's why we can talk about these things. I feel free. Because I'm talking to my brothers and sisters. I mean, there's no... I'm not a bishop. You are not a bishop. I preach, you preach. That one is okay. But you can't say to a full time, I preach, you preach. You haven't understood. So we can say to ourselves, Charlie, we are discussing the intricacies of the trade or the profession that God has given us. Peer, these are peer reviews. Peer reviews. They are frank with it. I, you made the mistake, I made the mistake. This is how I saw my... Alcoholic Anonymous are people who are all alcoholics, but they are not ashamed to talk about their experiences. To bring healing... To bring healing. Someone said to bring healing and correction. So this is exemplified in those who remain with Jesus. Those who don't leave. It's a book. I think we heard about those who leave you. But if they don't leave, what happens to them? You know, before that, eh, let me tell you this. The reason why, when it comes to this, you may, maybe you came from a single church. So when we magnify the gift on a man of God, it's strange to you. Because that pastor you came from was not building a denomination. Was not building a worldwide entity. 
a movement, was building a branch. There's no need to even get the gift. He's going to pass at the church and pass at the church and pass until he dies. So these things are not heard. So it's strange to us. And it looks like we are preaching um, antichrist messages. Even this one, he said that, but this was talking about Christ. Why are we talking about bishop? All those minds. But let me tell you something. It is because of what we are doing that we have to focus. Jesus Christ was here to build a worldwide movement. And he needed to focus the pastors on the anointing on him. And he taught us exactly the same thing. Everyone, James McGowan and all these people, they had to take the man of God and catch the spirit upon him. So that when he's dead, he, the spirit, the fragments can do what the rock was supposed to do while he's away. And that is what's going to happen to us. And I see this in Abraham. Genesis chapter 18 and verse 18 and 19. In fact, from verse 17, he says that, and God said about, can I hide anything from Abraham? Seeing that he will become a mighty nation. And I said, shall I hide anything? Seeing that Abraham shall surely become a great and mighty nation. And all the nations of the earth shall be blessed in him. That is an international denomination. This is how to form an international denomination. Let me show you how. And he said in verse 19, For I know him that he will command his children and his whole household after him. He will command them, follow me. I know him. God gives international ministries to men of God who have the ability to command, follow me. Paul told people, follow me. James McGowan did the same thing. Everyone, even uh, 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 John Wesley, including his brother, his brother was, he said, no, 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 you are out of order. He was making people, including carpenters present, and said that John Wesley, my brother, has made carpenters and, and, um, and tailors pastors, and I intend to depastorize de 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 them. I, by my word, shall convert, my, my wealth shall convert them back into carpenters and tailors. He didn't understand that's a worldwide ministry that the man is commanding after him because he's been given a worldwide ministry. Shall I hide anything from him? Knowing that he shall become a mighty and a great nation. What is the basis of giving him a mighty and a great nation? My brother, you can't sleep at this point. Because it's going to become a great and a mighty nation. Vincent, say amen. Yeah. Great and a mighty nation. Why? What, is, what qualifies Abraham to become a great and a mighty nation? That didn't qualify Lot. That didn't qualify. You remember Abraham? He went and trained the people of his own household. He told them. He made them all militarized. Follow me. We are an army together. That was the beginning of the worldwide denomination. Abraham. It was based on his ability to command his children. Follow me. To follow him. You see that? He, I know him. That he command his children and his household after him. This is what we don't like here. Eh? And they shall keep the way of the Lord. 
If he say, follow me and let's go and do some bad things. But to keep the way of the Lord. You, look at you. Keeping on air today. Tuesday morning. CEO, Thursday, CEO, like you, sitting here. It's not normal. It's a command to follow your man of God. It's a command. And you know you have to respond. Business owners are sitting here. CEOs. Millionaires are sitting here. All in the household of an Abraham type person whom the Lord knows that this man, if I give him a worldwide ministry, he will command his children after him. Yes, he will to follow him in the ways of the Lord and to do justice and judgment so that look, when he does that then I'll bring to pass I bring upon Abraham that which he has spoken, God has spoken concerning him. That is how God brings his will to pass. When we get convictions like this, little Peter's following Jesus, following a rock that God has given, following an Abraham, following a Moses, so that God can bring to pass what he has said concerning him. God said to Bishop Dag, from today you can preach and I'll prove to you. And he gave me a vision to go to the world. The world is responding. Who are his children? Who are in his household? There's a command. There's an anointing. There's a mantle. There's a grace. When you see these things, don't let it deceive you into thinking he's thinking we should follow a man. No, that's the way a worldwide denomination is biblically formed. There is a command to follow a man. To follow, not a man, but the anointing in the ways of God. So you, you are pastors. You have to understand this and share with your church members. That is why they need to become pastors. That is why we need to train people. If I have the opportunity, I will go to servants, not servants armed and trained, but servants armed and retrained. Because that is how the worldwide thing that God said about Abraham comes to pass. And Abraham started it with training people in-house and telling them there's power in this. Lot did not do it. Even his wife became salt. His children became incest-ridden. They just slept with him and fornicated. They are called Moabites and Edomites. They are sentenced in him. They are called Moabites and other things. Lot was not meant to be a worldwide. So he went local. He was after things. He didn't train people. He didn't tell people about anointing. He didn't tell people about catch the spirit. What, what is he using it for? And no wonder he had to be rescued at a point by this Abraham. The same Abraham. The same Abraham. The same Abraham. The same Abraham. Had to go. So those who are in, you need to have a certain mindset. Leave those who have left. But while you are in, what should you do to form a part of this household that becomes a great and a mighty nation so that God will bring to pass? God wants you to be anointed. God wants you to be a mega church. We have a lot. We are first generation church. We shouldn't die without a good foundation. That's why we're preaching about the example setting ministry. 
We should understand these things. And when we understand and we impart, it will be easy for those who are coming because our, the most difficult is us. Because we have seen him as a little, just like Lot. Lot saw Abraham, so he couldn't receive from him. Those who don't leave you. Those who don't leave you. Put your hands together for Jesus. John chapter 6, verse 64. You may please be seated. After this, we are going to eat. But there are some of you. Do we have any restriction? We are paying for the food. Hallelujah. Let's go on. Amen. It's our church. Yeah. We are under command. And we are willing by the grace of God. Do you now understand how a denomination forms? Do you now understand why things are the way they are? It's not unusual. It is biblical. It is biblical. And it is unusual to you because People who have just one branch, one branch are saying this is a cult. No, it's not a cult. It's a family. It's a household. It's a family. It's a family calling. It's a worldwide calling. The day you are coming to America, you can call me. I'm your brother. And you are going to come and we are going to stand a branch with you because you are part of that great household. Yes. The day you are going to Switzerland, Reverend Eben will be called and it, he will never say no. When I was going to America, Bishop said, call Dr. Nosh. This man sitting here, he may be taller than me, but he has power. I went and I lived with him, North Lafayette. He brought a family member who was also under command. And today we started church. By the grace of God, the two of us from the same house, we have the biggest churches in North America. Clap for the Lord Jesus. By the grace of God. The father gave me a command. Receive this brother. He just took me into his house. And I went to the basement where Bishop went. Hey! Huh. It was nice. Oh. It was nice. It was nice. It was nice. It was very nice. Yeah. May you receive the basement anointing. But now he's moved on. So he has more, many more bigger houses. Amen. So ladies and gentlemen, that is the reason why things are the way they are. Therefore, if you did not leave and didn't get angry, you are not offended in him. And you are here. There's a way to think. There is a way to think. Somebody said, those who don't leave you. Lot has gone. Let him go. Even one day he will need us to go and rescue him. We have rescued many. Yeah. Do you know there are people who left who have been rescued? Now we call them the affiliated denomination. We have camps. They have camps. And the camp, we use our material and our training. And they come. They are there and they are happy. Lot was very grateful. 
He had some casualties. He lost his wife and things. But he said, Amen. We did. We did. Thank God for the rescue operation. Bible is being unfolded. It's the voice of the words of the Lord being unfolded. Even me, I'm surprised at the revelations that God has given us. It tells you it's a mantle that is at work. It has nothing to do with me. But the grace. How can you lose all your thing in one week? Your messages. And yet the Lord speaks. It is a grace. It's a Peter. It's a Peter. May you be a Peter. May you be part of that. Fra- May you be partaker of that grace. Those who don't leave you. Those who don't leave you, chapter 6, verse 64. But there are some of you, please sit down, that don't believe. There are some of you who don't believe. For Jesus knew from the beginning who they were that believed not and who should betray him. He knew those who would leave. And he said, therefore, said I unto you, that no man can come unto me except it were given unto him of my father. So if you stay, you've been given to God, to, to Bishop Dark. God give me. I told him, God has given me to you. Yeah, I understand it. I took answer. God has given you to us. You better think correctly quickly and take your Peteristic role. Take up a fragment under this same grace. Timothy, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. We are under grace. We have been called to grace and apostleship. According to Romans chapter 1. And he said, therefore said I unto you, that no man can come to me. From verse 66. From that time, many of the disciples went back. They left and walked no more with him. Judas was not the only disciple that left. Many left. Larry's have left. Yes, Okomenses have left. They are called lots. It's okay. It was known. Bible says in Jude, is it Jude 19? That they left us because they were not of us. They did not continue with us. That they left us so that it will be manifest that they were, after all, not with us. For if they had been of us, they would no doubt have remained with us. No doubt. So sometimes you have to let people who are going go. But those who don't leave are the most important entity. Clap for the Lord Jesus. Then Jesus asked the twelve. You remember that he preached to six thousand. Uh, three thousand. How much? He fed how much? Five thousand. Plus. But I think they were not all disciples. They were just members. But they were disciples. They were apostles. Apart from the twelve. Some of them were dead. They left. Then he said to the twelve which was left, will you also go away? Will you also? Ask somebody, will you also go away? Tell somebody, God forbid. Please throw it outside. Don't throw it here. I beg you. 
Throw it out there. I beg you. Hey, everything that you took out there is in the bush. Don't throw it to Anakazu. Throw it out there. Back bush. Then Simon Peter said, and this is where we're going to break it down. Amen. To see where we belong. Again, this same Simon Peter explained us to us. Answered, Lord, to whom shall we go? Thou hast the words of eternal life. And we believe and are sure, believing is different from I'm sure, that thou art that Christ, the son of the living God. Clap for Jesus. And Jesus answered and said, have I not chosen you twelve? It hurts me to say this, but one of you is a devil. He spoke of Judas Iscariot, the son of Simon, for he it was that should betray him, being one of those who didn't leave. So there were more disciples who left before Judas. I don't want to believe that you are the one who had the devil. Let's take it that the devil has entered and left. Now, let's analyze these people who remained so that we can maximize the blessing of our stay. My brother, say amen. Tell someone it's working. Say amen. Levels of discipleship. One, those who leave. I think we've said that already. Those who leave. We've said that. Number two, of those who don't leave, the first statement that Peter said was, Lord, to whom shall we go? Look, it sounds good, but that's the least commitment among those who, who, who stay. Peter spoke prophetically about the gradings of disciples who stay. The first one, to whom shall we go, is the first response. When somebody says, to whom shall we go, you know, on one hand, it's like, Charlie, you are everything. But the other way that it can look is, I don't have a place to go. That's why I'm here. Or I don't have a place to go. The day I find a place. One time, Bishop came and visited North America, and a guy, an Orango had left, and his best friend was there. And Bishop called him and said, so, Gilly, are you going to your, are you also going to leave? It was doctor. Amen. And then he said, no, I'm saying that to you because now that person is a president because he recognized. He said, I don't have a place to go. I would have gone. Oh, no, 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 no. He said, I don't have a place to go. I would have gone. He said, 
to whom shall we go? I don't have a pastor. I've known you all these years. I mean, and sometimes the reasons are because your wife is so solid. If you go, he will divorce you. Oh, yeah, we've seen people. They, such, people such people are trapped and they are dangerous. Yeah. If you are here and you are desperately, you are just looking for a place. It's just because you don't have money to start a church. It's just because your wife will not let you go. It's just because, and you are not with your heart. You are in a dangerous situation. Sometimes, it's because all your friends, all your children's friends are here. And when you go, you will destroy them. Sometimes, it's the only church that you know. It's the only church in your area. Just by location, you can't go anywhere. It's dangerous. I pray that you are not like that. If you are like that, you are, you are a, a prime target for the devil. That my friend spoke to Bishop. I was so impressed. And he received help. Bishop sat him down. Talked to him. Talked to him. Sometimes we are too quick to define orangus. Bible says in Galatians 6.1, if a brother is overtaken in a fault, you who are spiritual, restore such an one in the spirit of meekness, considering thyself, lest ye be tempted, ye yourself be tempted also. It is a satanic situation. It's a temptation to leave. Some people, when they speak out to you, help them. Restore them. Don't label them. We've labeled people around us too quickly and we have lost them. This man said, to whom shall we go? But he voiced it out. Anybody who's openly able to tell you I'm struggling, the person is not evil. He just has evil feelings. He's asking for help. Yes. Bible says light has come into the world. The man loved darkness rather than the light because their deeds were evil. Yeah. It's when they don't like. And Bible says, you know, when somebody, we have fellowship. If you, you, you have, if you dwell in the light, as he is also in the light, then we have fellowship one with another. And the blood of Jesus Christ cleanses us from our sins. First John chapter 1. I believe it's verse 5 or verse 3. Seven, verse seven. Yes. When somebody has fellowship with you one-on-one -on -one, and tells you something, I'm talking about those who don't leave. Let's keep them. Let's help them. Let's restore them. Let's strengthen them. Strengthen the weak because it's a great and a mighty nation we are building. We need everyone. And if you are here like that, I'm helping you. Yes. Then do we have fellowship one with another. And the Bible says, what should be? And the blood of Jesus Christ cleanses us. When they open, you should collect blood and put it on your side. And help the person heal. Those who don't leave you. Many are like, look, what these people have done. Many people are shaking. Rapshakit type of spirit is shaking people. And they need strengthening by you. Some of you, you didn't even understand why we are making a big fuss about the anointing. Today you are stable because you came for this conference. What you needed is help. Iron sharpeneth 
iron, so does a man sharpen the countenance of his friend. Where is that scripture? Twenty-seven, seventeen, isn't it? Of Proverbs. So, ladies and gentlemen, it is very important to identify this entity, to help them, to befriend them, to encourage them, to strengthen them. Please don't label them. The last time Bishop held somebody, had somebody in North America was thinking about leaving the church. And you believe it? He made a phone call. Ha! That girl was some way. When I spoke to her, I said, "This is a very some way. Sometimes we're immature." But the father called. He said, "Don't worry. We're moving from here to here. What is it that did this, 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 this? Sorted out. I went, we went and talked to the lady, and restored her in a way so wisely with love. She's so happy to be where she is now." all her rancor and her entrapment. She felt entrapped. In other words, I asked, so you say you're living there, where are you going? He said, I don't know. I'm still thinking about where I'm going. If I get a place, I'll go. To whom shall we go? If I find the to whom, I will go. If I find the to where, I will go. If it wasn't for my children, I'll go. And the husband was strong and stable. Now, as I was talking, the husband said, tell him exactly why you are speaking this way. This is your, you hide things too much. Just speak. He said, why, why, why? He said, no, no, I'm not bringing that marital problem. I'm just telling you that. Open up. Reverend says, yeah, just talk. When talk, we sorted out everything, and I spoke to Bishop who had called already. I said, this arrangement can work. This, 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 in the meeting. Dr. Nosh was in the meeting. Stable, sorted. They are running a church beautifully. Sometimes they just need to be moved from one location to another. Sometimes a little help of desperation. To whom shall we go? To whom shall we go? It's dangerous. It is out of this group that orangus arise. It is out of the, this group that we got fifth columns. Out of this group, that's when people report. Now, one of the orangus who was speaking, who was writing things on social media, said he called the people, I have sweat, I could get a group called Mitch the Snitch. You, you, some of you saw that. Said I have 44 informants who are inside. We are having a pastor's meeting, and the theme which was released at that meeting has been published. Nobody knew the team until we arrived. And that team has been published by Anorangu on social media. Because of those who don't. <laughs> yeah. One person told us recently who left the church. He said, I've been thinking about this for one year. Whoever you are, that is how come that Satan enters your heart. The day Satan entered Judas's heart, that was not the same day. They have been thinking. So when Satan wanted one person, he saw the right niche. Mish the stitch. So ladies and gentlemen, never be that way. Be convinced. 
A double-minded person is unstable in all of his ways. And Bible says, let him, be, let him know that he will not receive anything. You are receiving nothing. And sometimes you actually go for a camp because if you don't go, they'll say you're an orango. So you are not here because you want to be here. But it's a trap. And you are playing the game, the lying and hypocritical game of treachery. To whom shall we go? Convert the to whom shall we go and move on to actually... You know, when you're doing something that's of sin, you actually can be in a service sinfully. Because Romans chapter 14 verse 23 said, even if you are eating and you don't eat with faith, it is sin. Anything done without faith is sin. Yeah. And he doubted, if he that is doubted is damned, if he eats, because he eats not of faith. For whatsoever is not of faith is sin. Your being in the church could be sinful. You can be punished for being in church. If you don't do it with faith. I encourage you, have faith in what is going on. It's just a matter of time. You were angry with your wife uh, uh, two weeks ago. Is it still there? It's gone. Don't use short-term emotion to make long-term decisions, my brother. Your feelings will go away. You would have made a decision that would cost you your marriage, your life, your ministry, and in future, even your children. God spoke to me. The day that thing. Don't think it can affect you. Sometimes you can be faced and all you want is, if I had a place, I would leave. Remember, it's making you vulnerable. The next type, the next category. He says, to whom shall we go? Thou hast the words of eternal life. Thou hast the words. The next people, our group are the people who believe in the words of the man of God. But they don't believe in the power. They believe in the words. Do you know there are people who believe in the words? Even Orangus still listen to our messages. They believe in the word, but they don't believe in the man of God. They don't believe in the anointing. They believe in the words. They like, they call it the words of wisdom. That has the words. You have words. It's all about the words. You see, that's why it's nice to listen. And people want things to preach. So they like the words. Those who believe in the teachings but don't believe in the pastor of his or his anointing. Those are the people that say he's just a wise man with nice sayings. His words are attributable not to the anointing. He's just, it's not supernatural. There's no supernatural connection. Says, these are crowds. Have you heard, when we went to uh, uh, Central African Republic, some people said, it's the Oyibo factor. Do you know the Oyibo factor? It's because he's Obroni. That's why people are following him. He said, there's no power. Oh yeah, you'll be shocked. People say he's an administrator because he went to a good school. Oh, because he's a doctor who's a pastor. So he has a lot of... Yeah. Some people say that he has a lot, a great administrator. You remember those days? They say you don't have power. You have administrative ability. They say because he's from Switzerland, he's a white man, he's very organized. You know the scripture that says that there are people who have a form of godliness, but they deny the power thereof. He's educated. He's a doctor. He has a good family background. His messages are nice to preach. 
Yeah. These are the people that gossip and they say all kinds of things. These are the people because they don't recognize the power. They don't get the anointing. These are the people who transmit the words because it's nice, sweet singing. I can preach it and my church members will clap for me. If you are here, believe the words, but believe the power behind the words. Mm. The next group are the people that say, what did Peter say? Verse 69. John 6, 69. And we believe and we believe and are sure that thou art the Christ, the son of the living God. These are the people who believe in faith. We are operating by faith. We have no evidence. We are operating by faith. But you know, faith has to do with works as well. So you have to move on to the next stage. Where you believe and are sure. You know, sometimes, yes, I believe. Based on the scriptures, you quote one, two, three scriptures. But you have to have a testimony. You have to have evidence. Loyalty demands what? For persuasion. For I'm persuaded that he's able to keep that which I've committed to him against that day. I'm persuaded. Demands full persuasion. So you have to have, you know, I was not anointed when I came to this ministry. Under this man's ministry, I become anointed. That's evidence. I'm sure. Because I am operating, you can tell yourself, I was not a priest. And because of this man, I became a priest. So I believe and I am sure. My marriage was in shambles. And I can assure you, it wasn't easy. One time, Bishop had to come and say, Kojo, you are wicked. Wicked to this girl. Only a father can look in your face and tell you, don't be silly. He told me, you are wicked. Do you know what I was doing? I was demanding fresh food every day. In Ghana, in America, everywhere. First seven years, every day you must go. I know you're a doctor, I'm a doctor, so what? I'm married to you, you're the wife. Now, quote, housekeeper in Titus. The wife is the keeper of the home. Let the older woman teach, has to keep the home. I'll quote to her. Yeah. And when food goes overnight, I don't eat it. You know, just like, you know, let not the sun go down upon your wrath. Me, my sun does not go down on my food. Yes. Fresh oil. Fresh, fresh, and I'm a fan so oil. I need fresh oil from you. Cover my life with your dew. Rain down refreshing on you from my wife. I, I relate to the person it helps. So how empowered are the bishop? How empowered are the lay president? They are empowered as the ears of the bishop. And therefore, if you have a good flow with your lay president, your matters can get to your bishop. Yes. And then so the bishops give it to, the, to, to solve it. Like, that's like us. That is the whole, the whole concept. The whole concept is something that the bishop can say, look, I think this matter that you are brought to me. 
I mean, because maybe it has to do with your work and your time. And the bishop said, okay, maybe this, that, that's the example set him. Maybe this problem, this lay president who has also walked that road can help you more. So that the, the, the answer does not look theoretical. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hallelujah. Good. Next question. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. My name is Pastor Duchi. Hey, I was good one. <laughs> <laughs> Ref in, in her humility is not a question, but I want to confirm something with a song. Go ahead. Go ahead, brother. Choboy. Choboy. I, I can't feel you. Choboy. Hey. Choboy. Hey. This is the way. I wanted to be. This is the way I wanted to be. Hey, hey, I wanna be a shepherd. Hey, hey, this is the way I wanted. This is the way wow. I wanted to be. Let's say it. This is the way I wanted to be. This is the way I wanted to be. Hey, I wanna be a lighthouse. I wanna be a lighthouse. Hey, I wanna be a lighthouse. Hey, hey, I wanna be a lighthouse. This is the way. Anointed, hey, I wanna be anointed. Hey, 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 I wanna be anointed. This is the way I want to be. Wow. Hey, hey, hey. Hey. Wow. Thank you, Rev. Thank you. Thank you for the excitement. Any hands up here? There's a hands up here, please. So they also just let us know that for those who want to see the how the structure that Dr. Nosh just said, uh, described, if you look on your tag, there's a, a, um, a, a barcode, Q, a, a, a QR code, QR code. So you just scan it; it will show you the lay world movement structure and the site and everything. You can learn all that. Yeah, so that's we're, a very we're, good we're, we're high tech. The answer is here. We are very high tech. Hey, I wanna be a like who's hey, I wanna be a like who's hey, hey, I wanna be a like who's This is the way I wanted to Wow Thank you, thank you chairman um, Actually I was about to ask the same question Okay The reason being that yesterday Please I'll mention Your name? <laughs> Philip Calling from Greater Love, Good. Cathedral. Yesterday, you mentioned that uh, wearing tags means development. Yeah. And then seeing that most of us here are Ghanaians, mm -hmm. I I asked myself, why then didn't we? Why didn't you instruct us to scan it? Because the first thing I did when I came here was to scan it, mm -hmm. and then I went through mm -hmm. the structure, 
that leads me to my second question. Mm -hmm. What is, can you please educate us about what the Danning Poor Club means? Because with that side, you realize that there's a link there to click to even read more about it. Okay. Okay, we have a, we have a number of lay past presidents who are our panelists. So there will be a presentation of what the Danny Core Club is. But I don't know whether Epi Luzo can give a quick. There will be a presentation actually about what the Danny Club is. So it's it's part of the what we are doing. Okay, so we we'll do what what the hierarchy, the club, who's a board member, who's a club member, we will do that. Thank but you. Very at much. least you scan your QR code. Yes, I did. I did. <laughs> But you know, I mean, about the Ghana thing, please, we, we need to also upgrade, you know. So, I mean, I, I appreciate what you're saying, but it gives an impression like, since we're in Ghana, we cannot scan things and we cannot do, but it's not, it shouldn't be the case. I mean, it may be an observation, but if it's true, then we are, that's why we're also coming together. Your technical, look, right now, if you go to First Lab, now we used to, 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 to mentor them now it is their world. It's a digital world. It's an online world. Now they have to mentor us on how to do things. And so we should all upgrade in things like that. The links like this, how to go. You know, one of the presentations, if I get the opportunity, is I will, there's a lot of material online that we are not using. Mm. You see? So let's not relegate ourselves because, because the reason is we are in Ghana. Oh, no, no. No, it shouldn't be. And so if we have that mentality, please. That's why iron sharpens iron. We are, we, we are like us. We are not Ghanaians. Tell somebody, well, hey, I want to be a like us. Hey, hey, I want to be a like us. Hey, 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 I want to be a like us. This is the way I want to So we'll be okay. And thank you for that observation. What he's saying is that a lot of Ghanaians don't want to go digital. Let's try. Put your hands together for Jesus. Yeah. It's very easy. Even my grandmother does dig it down also. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> Any more questions before we go for breakfast? At the back, please send her the microphone, please. Yeah, that's a lady speaking. Beautiful. I'm LP Grace from AA Nyanyanoka Kraba Council. Hey, Nyanyanoka Kraba. I just want to make an inquiry if the Lay World Movement has a podcast, since if, we are having a camp, and if we can get the messages to listen to them again. Oh, we do. Like when we have conventions and camps, we have podcasts. So for this particular one, the podcast, my dear, will be available. <laughs> and, and, and if you go to our website, actually, if you go on our website, they are, they, like the treasures conference that we had, all those messages, they are there. And this will be added to it. But it's a good question. So we, ha we have the, so go to the, our website, the messages are there. This one will also be made available. Beautiful. My dear. Thank you. My name is Oluwatoni Adeniji from Nigeria. Wow. <laughs> Beautiful. It's an international church. It's a trade. It's a trade. When I say it's a trade, see the trade is moving Ghanaians, it's moving Nigerians, it's moving Americans. It's not an Uber. 
So when we say that when you go to your when you go to your church, don't speak your local language. Oh, why can't I speak my local language? It's a train. It's a cross country. The Nigerians on board. The Americans on board. The Swiss are on board. Kaswa is on board. <laughs> go ahead, my dear. So, much yeah. so when you were preaching, you taught us that we should not be quick to label people as orangos. Very good. So like, um, well, I, I thank God that you, this avenue to ask questions, because then the question came to my mind. So how do we treat people that refuse to say they have issues? Okay, like, um, from the behavior, like, um, what you gave us that, he said that I have no other place to go to, so that is why I'm staying. So now they are not, they are not talking, they are not fellowshipping, they are not coming for the meetings, they are not flowing. Yes, I know when you call, they are not picking calls, or like when they pick or say, oh, I'm fine, but you can feel there is something. So, and yes, oh. they don't report. So like, how do we? Very good, that is it's a good question. The answer to that question is that whenever you are doing something like that, you must have the heart of a father. A heart of a father. A father does not give up easily. Because you see, the rate at which we write off somebody, you see, the rate at which you, you write off somebody is a reflection of how much you love the person. And I'm trying to explain to you, if your own child, your own daughter, is doing something wrong, because it's from your own womb, you see how much tolerance you have. If it's from your own womb, you see you have a lot of tolerance. But if it's a cousin, or an, a neighbor, oh, stop! What stupid child is this? But if it's your own, if it's your own, you you go. You go the, the full nine yards, and sometimes, and sometimes you even embrace the sin because it's your own child. So that is the, and, and like what Communion uh, said, prophets. I, I remember that story. I mean, we in our minds, oh, she won't come, she won't come. That's, that's us. That's us. But one prophet came. That's the father. That was the father. Called a meeting. I was in the meeting. To his room, I was there. To his room, prophet's room. I was there with him. They were sitting, we were standing. Because it, we, <laughs> there are two of us. It's like, is he somewhere? <laughs> <laughs> but when the father came, when the father came, he brought the girl. They, they were sitting there, and the husband, they were sitting, the two of us were standing there. And she listened to her attentively over and over and over and over, bent backwards, trying to, and made concessions, all so that a daughter can be retained. Ah. So it's a very good system to say. And by the grace of God, once begin to mature, I can see that, look, people are not as bad as we think of. So don't write people off quickly. If you want to write people off quickly, this my brother will not be here. I don't know if I, you will not be here, I will not be here. Hey, over there, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So don't write people off quickly. So it's, 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 I know, I know that feeling. I also have to admit, there are some way they don't talk back. You know, there's a problem. But even if they want to see the way they behave, but let me tell you something. Don't. 
don't. You see, in fact, I'll, I'll tell you why. That is one of the reasons why people are against the death penalty. That's one of the reasons why people are against the death penalty. Because the reason why people are against the death penalty is that as much as a trial, a good reason, there's always an element of error. And if you sentence somebody to death and is killed, and let them find out, you can't reverse it. So no matter we put a person on a death, uh, uh, life sentence, because you are not 100% absolute. And sometimes people that we say they are, so we must always leave room for people. We are not 100% absolute. One day, you'll be surprised. A person will change. So as for giving, as for some way people did, they will always be around. But what you and I need to do is we need to have the heart of a father. Because a father does not write of his children. More hands here. Please, just a lady. Ladies are speaking now. My dear, speak. I hope your husband was not asking you to make fresh food for him every day. <laughs> Thank you. My name is Presla, Presla Hammond from Greater Love Church, Winneba. Beautiful. Yeah. Um, I have people that I take to church every morning, uh, mm -hmm. every Sunday morning, mm -hmm. and they are mostly students from the University of Education. Okay. And um, we call my center special center because they are um, students with special needs. Okay. So I have blind people, wow. I have deaf people, I have um, physically challenged people. So one of my um, deaf students once asked, I think I started taking him to church last year. So he asked, Madam Presla, I've never seen, um, you've never talked about having a pastor in your church who is deaf. Then I said, okay, I don't know of any pastor in my church who is deaf. Mm -hmm. Then he said he really wants to be a pastor someday, but he's deaf, so how is it going to be? And I told him that he should just do the work he wants to do. We don't know how things will end. So I want to find out such a situation, you know, how do we handle it? Because I don't know if any pastor who is a special needs pastor, yeah, in oh. the UD. I don't know one yet. I also Especially blind or deaf. I also don't know one yet, but see, <laughs> yes, I also don't know one yet. But but that but 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 but, but that being said, that being said, it is a good challenge, and then two, it is something that one I will also be happy to. See. I will be happy when I see. Yes. Honestly, I mean, as you are saying, like I come say, oh, can you imagine you have a, a, a pastor who is blind or deaf who is just preaching? I think, I think it's something that... Yeah, so um, <laughs> another thing. So when we got here yesterday, huh? I was like, now I'm so cautious of uh, where to, wherever I am and there's a presentation. I'm like, oh, I don't see an interpreter. Because of the department where I teach, I'm with a special education department. And so yesterday when I got here, the first thing was, oh, okay, there is no interpreter because mm -hmm. we probably don't have anyone who needs that. Mm -hmm. But also, I want to find out, is this message that is being preached here, is it accessible to all, or is it just meant for us? Only so, accessible to all, like Okay, what? so like, other people can listen to it. So my blind people can listen to it. Well, why not? But the deaf people won't be able to. You see, what I'm saying is, I'm, the message is available to all. 
things develop, things advance. Yeah. I mean, prophets now is probably even going to the braille, but we are not there. Yes. Things, but we are not there. But things develop and things advance. As of now, I don't know whether we have messages that we can interpret to braille for the yeah. for the for the blind. Okay. But um, but they have uh, a, for they the have deaf. a software. So for the blind, they are okay. So so, a, so, so a software. work with it. Yeah, what they use their jaws, they are fine. But for the deaf, my concern is the deaf people. Yeah. So, you yeah, see, so I have people who sign. Yeah. So you, you, let's take it offline. Because I'm also interested in it. Honestly, I'm interested in it. So let's see how best we can do that. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My name is Reverend Julius Jamishi. I'm from uh, Sugakofe Council. Beautiful. Yeah. Uh, the <laughs> Go ahead, brother. My name is Julius Jamishi. Beautiful. Yeah, very good. <laughs> I'm from Sugakofe Council. Okay. Yes. Um, there's this, this issue between two shepherds. Uh -huh two shepherds that came to my attention. And they were arguing about um, one listen to Bishop. Mm -hmm. One uh, to the other brother, he doesn't listen to Bishop. Okay. So when he goes into his room, they are friends. When he, when he visits him, most time he hears messages of other men of God. Okay. So it became uh, an issue. The other one who listened to Bishop Started calling him Orangu, this lawyer, and all, okay. all other names. And the brother was, I mean, hurting and was not comfortable with it. So when the issue came to my attention, mm -hmm. I called uh, the brother. It was a brother who, who was being accused of not listening to Bishop, and uh, he called. Mm -hmm. So I explained to him that. Mm -hmm. uh, I am. I was a baby, and then I stayed with my mother. So it it was my mother's food that I ate mm -hmm. from infancy mm -hmm. to primary to GSS to SS to university level and to who I am now. Mm -hmm. So I explained to him that the main meal, mm -hmm. as a lightician and as a shepherd, mm -hmm. is the prophet Good. bishop that he would meals. So, we are not saying that he shouldn't, I mean, once in a while, you can go to the restaurant and order some spaghetti bolognese. I'm going to say you're going to restaurant and order some eggplants of a tree. Go ahead. And, and be happy about it. Okay. So, Gradually, as I explained to him, uh -huh. and then made him to understand that, Charlie, mm -hmm. if you are here, uh -huh. the main meal that will make you grow and make you an anointed shepherd is what we have here. Correct. So if you pay more attention and listen to Bishop more. Mm -hmm. So I saw that gradually, as he listened, he developed and listened more. So this is my question, that when we see shepherds that are coming up like this, mm -hmm. and some of them, according to the brother, he likes listening to so-so 
men of God, he like he like just listening to them and doesn't like to listen to Bishop too much, like how he likes to listen to other men of God. Yeah. So we should take our time, just as you said, that sometimes they don't understand. That's how come if they understand, they will respond properly. So I just want to, I mean, uh, say that we should take our time. When we see social shepherds doing those things, we should explain to them, yes, give, him, give them reasons why they must stick to the food in the house. Yes, you understand. Because it's a moving train, train. with heavy load, exactly. heavy anointing. Yes. And not Uber <laughs> or Yango. Yes. Or taxi. Yes. All right. And or, you, see, you see, when you see, and you see, let me say something about the train. You see, the engine which is driving the whole train is from the head. That's where the oil is coming from. Yeah. Yeah. It's wow. a very, so, 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 because without the head, the train cannot move. And, and as you see that, as the longer the train, the bigger the head. So there are lots of maneuvers here and there that we all have to be, be in there. Yes, Even when it stops to fool, it takes a long time to fool. As you were saying it, I realized that the picture of the train comes to my mind. And I realized that they have different, if I'm wrong, they have different compartments. Coaches. Coaches. Yeah. So it means... Is carrying different denominations. Exactly. There's AA. There's an AA. There's FC. Different coaches. Wow. And the same head wow. is moving it. It's too powerful. Thank you, Rev. Good. So I think we're done. I think we're done. Um, 